fruit and mind your eat fruit and mind your business. Hey guys, and welcome to another week of EFP. And what's up, family? How y'all doing? I'm your girl Kay. And I'm Natasha Renee. And how was your week, Natasha Renee? If it was <laughs> it was good. Moving, moving, moving. That's all I'm gonna be talking about is moving. What possessed you to move during the wintertime, girl? You know what? The crazy thing about it, every time I've moved into a place, it's always been in the wintertime. I don't know. Is that like, because for me, I could see how I could be like, you know what? I'll move in the winter because I know I'll be dealing with less people. Probably furniture things will be not at a spike as in the summer. I don't know. Always move before a tax season. So that, that may be it. I'm serious because you know once everybody get their taxes, everybody starts to move around that time. <laughs> everybody rich till about. <laughs> so I try to avoid that whole thing. Everybody's rich till about what? I'll say May June. May June, yeah, right before the summer hit. Cheese Taylor. Um, yeah, definitely. Niggas gotta do their taxes, but. I'm not trying to depress y'all. So <laughs> how was your weekend? It was it was good. It was good. Like I I I have another addiction that um I haven't quite told you guys about. But for some reason you're just bringing out all these things about me that I don't usually tell the internet. <laughs> but I have an addiction to the Kim Kardashian Hollywood game. It is so addictive. Like when, was it you that asked me, um, how was my weekend? No, it was one of my yeah. other girls. She, okay. She, no, no, the response that, like, I was like to her, like, yo, it was a blur. And when I thought about it, I was like, it's because I was playing that damn game <laughs> the whole entire weekend because you got photo shoots. You got to pull up with Kim. Oh, my god! You got to pull up to Kim's house. You got to go to the Swan Club in the Hamptons and link up with Kim. You got to do all these things. Katie, you need energy. And you got to get money. <laughs> you got to like date your partner. It's very, yeah. And then they have specials where like, you know, you can vote on different things and like win different K-stars and stuff. So it definitely took Oh my it. gosh. <laughs> I was like, honestly, when I, when I, cause you know, I'm in my nerd bag. So I definitely at some point want to be able for us to talk about like stocks and metaverse and um, last for the past two seasons, we do actually have a specialist, like a crypto and stock okay. specialist, Mr. T Ford, that we would be able to like call in and like ask cool. him pretty much anything about it. It's like stocks and cryptos for dummies, but he's like the goat of it. So any it. information that I've like learned or known, he's either like sourced me to where to look or like I bought his book, Pandemic One, which like gave me a lot of like the basic information I needed, like when I was setting okay. up my well simple account, my wallet and all of that, like getting me like for real started. So we can oh, definitely yeah. do that. But yes. circling back, I'm going to tie it all in. So with the metaverse, I was like, you know what? If there's anyone that can rope me into the metaverse, it's Kim Kardashian <laughs> and this <laughs> damn game. <laughs> it's bad. Let me, do you want to hear the lowest point of it all? I'm listening. I'm so like, I always get up in the night to use the restroom because I literally chug like, two glasses of water before I go to my de- bed and then I okay. flip again to have it there for in case I get thirsty again okay because I've been trying to 
see my dreams. So they say when you want to like catch your dreams or see your dreams, drink a lot of water so that you can like wake up. Okay. I know, weird. So (laughs) when I get up, either before I go to the washroom, like three o'clock in the morning, I have like the brightness turned all the way down. I'm like, let me just see. I got four hours of this event left. Let me just, like, this is not okay. This is not okay, girl. So that was my weekend. Um, outside of that, you know, a bitch ate food. Um, a bitch watched TV. What did I watch this weekend? Of course, power. Um, yes. 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 The way Monet <laughs> gripped our daughter. The way Monet took a day, I was like triggered. Flashbacks. Childhood. <laughs> My mom did that one time. I ain't mess with her after that. <laughs> I love you, mom, but facts are facts, yo. Facts are facts. So, like, we can get into it. So, you had a good week, guys at home. Yeah. How how was your guys' week? Um, we came in and you guys showed love for us coming in the first week of the year so you guys definitely show love and i appreciate you guys for that um make sure you are like sharing subscribing and you are adding natasha at natasha renee underscore the creator <laughs> listen we're growing we're growing we're doing things so <laughs> i am super excited to get into fruit salad for this week we got a lot to discuss we're just gonna Diving. Do you know that Trey songs song? I'm about to dive in. Oh, girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> we're going to start off with, you know, Toronto's very own Big Up Yourself East End the weekend dropped Don FM. Um, highly anticipated project from him. And I want to know, Natasha, what were your thoughts on Don FM, the whole aesthetic, the album, the presence it gave you? What was it? What was it given? I did listen to a couple of tracks um, on there, Ooh. and we talked about it. That would last shame week. you. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked about it last week. How his sound is kind of that uh, punk uh, techno type. I like it for I like it for him you know I I like him when he sings but this is that more happier not you know and it's it's a beat and it's it's that feel-good music so I did like the songs that I did listen to on the album I think I listened to the first three or four songs like in order that was on there girl I'm I'm a little bit questioning if we heard the same album because let me tell you something the beats were, but them words, them words, I was like, I told you, my new bitch is a movie star. I told you, what did I say? I said it, I said it, I said, listen to his words. Girl, he was, he was making me sad. I'm like, can someone call Abel and make sure he's okay? Like, no, but and the beats and the music always. If you, that's why I said, if you listen to what he says, you're like, whoa, no. <laughs> well, we're definitely gonna get into it. Um, downtown sound, but there were definitely. Um, overall, I'll say the project was good. Like, 
at this okay. point, I don't feel like sonically the weekend can put out a horrible project. Mm-hmm. I'll start off by saying that. Then I'll move into okay, he's clearly, as you spoke on, not that R and B kind of like down vibe that we were used to. Used to, yeah. He, he has developed it or evolved it to what we hear now. Where, as I said, his lyrics, I can hear that he's still there, still that able, but the beats are not those like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those airy, like whimsical, you know, beats that we were like, I'm outside your window. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? Well, I, they were definitely outside doing dope on this sport. (laughs) Okay. No questions asked, but, um, get your powder on, not my cup of tea, but get your powder on. Just be responsible, y'all. Um, (laughs) what we gonna do? It's there. What we gonna do? Right. But I will say I did expect more. Um, I feel like more effort it almost looked like was put into the whole aesthetic of it and the costume and the wardrobe as opposed to like you know but maybe it's just maybe that's part of it maybe that's part of like it's just not for me anymore or like that part of me and it's just like who am I to hold Abel back or the weekend if this is where he truly feels like his art has taken him and I feel like a lot of a lot of the times, you know, us selfishly as fans, of course, we'll comment and be like, this ain't this ain't you or this isn't what you know we're using. And for some people, yes, that is actually true. And for some people, they just grow and develop into something different that is unfathomable, unfathomable, fathomable and like gen- genius, but we probably don't realize it now. Like Kanye West, you know, there were yeah. some that were a flop, and to this day I haven't heard those albums. Um, or listen to them once. And then there's some where like Donda, that's a work of art that like, yeah, no swearing. Um, it's just so many layers, but reverting back to the weekend, I just, as I said, sonically, I don't feel like he could fail, but if I'm putting him on a bar compared to himself, this isn't like his best work. There were, I, I agree. I, I, I do agree. And I know you you said it as far as when artists evolve and a lot of artists I don't think that they're evolving I think that they're showing us who they are mm. and I, I think I brought up Pink before yeah when Pink came out she was R&B but that's not who Pink is even with Pharrell Pharrell came out we well we knew him out here in Virginia as being that kid that was different but he was on all the tracks so when he's with nerds it's like oh he does this rock sound no that's always, always been, been him is mm-hmm. but once you get in the mainstream it's like okay now I can do what I want to do now since I have the following since I have the listeners now I can really be the artist that I want because if it fails oh well as long as I know that I'm doing what I love to do no that's so true so you know as I said there are some standout tracks for me of course there were like a lot of air grabbing bars or captions in there. Um, and y'all can hear it for yourself. Like, I'm not here to be like mixy, you know? Fruit and mind your business. But he said a lot of things in there that maybe or maybe not. He was talking about Selena Gomez. Maybe or maybe not. He was talking about Angelina Jolie. Maybe or maybe not. He's taking shots at Bella Hadid. I don't know. 
<laughs> he knows, you know, what that is. But shout out to him either way of putting out Don FM. Um, it was so dope. Like I love Jim Carrey's addition on it because as I said, I was like, I don't know what Jim Carrey about to do, <laughs> you know? And the approach that he took when I listened, I it brought me back to Drake's album, the not CLB, but the album he just put out before, which okay. was um the one with nonstop. Oh, this is horrible. Like I know every Drake album. I should not be disrespectful <laughs> like that. It's it's okay. It's no, okay. no, as it's scorpion, <laughs> right? It's okay. So on Scorpion, like on side B near the end, where he kind of um he paid homage to Quiet Storm and got actual mm-hmm. like radio clips of that into like the ending parts of his um, yeah. project so I feel like the weekend carried that vibe throughout with Jim Carrey's narration and it was really yeah. beautiful to hear like it was it it made me feel like I was listening to the radio which I feel like was the effect yeah. but if we're battling 80s projects I know another 80s project that came out that possibly is getting more replay value from me I won't say who but they were alone at prom <laughs> So that is my hot take. It's love for everybody. It's beautiful that I can even be like, oh, here's another Toronto person that actually like, yeah, did like the fact that we even have that very variation and the whole world is talking about someone from my city. So that to me is always like accomplishments, right? Uh, was there any last things you want to say about the weekend project? No, and you're you're bringing it back in. So no, we can talk about it later on. Well, that's not P according to Gunna. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pushing P. You know, I've listened to my little teeny bopper music. And <laughs> Gunna DS4 dropped and I am fucking with it. What I realized for me with Gunna, I, <clears throat> it's going to be a vibe the first listen for me, but it doesn't really hit for me or me feeling like uh, 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 listening to Gunna until like the second or third listen. Okay. Um, this one did a way better job where right away I was able to, I always like to pick out what I think the hits will be before I okay. feel like the world, you know, grasp is on. So, so far, I feel like it's following that trend, being like the push a P, pushing P track. That's um, the one I listened to. Okay. Yeah, that was the one I listened to. So how did you feel about the Gunna Project? I, I, I did like that song. Um, I guess I had, I didn't know what I was expecting. You guys know I'm not. I had to like you know kind of listen in the beginning and as I was listening I was like okay I like this I can listen to this this is definitely something I can put on my playlist so no I did like the song I listened to it all the way through so I did like the song yeah like I was you know gonna when uh he's there so He's always doing his thing. He's one of my like motivational like artists to listen to, you know, makes me feel like I'm getting the work done. Uh, of course, the Chloe Bailey, all of that stirring around the project. But I don't know, am I reaching by maybe saying, you know, when we looked at how um, Beyonce rolled out with Jay-Z, because we're, mm-hmm. we're that old, right? Where like she was with, she is with Destiny's Child, 
I mean, tell me if I'm reaching. This is just a no, thought. No, but no, I'm listening. She was she was departing from we 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 been knew this girl's about to leave. That we're just waiting for the day. You tell us the time and day, Beyonce, and we'll show up. Yeah. I remember that being the feeling. And then she dropped dangerously, like in love, her debut album, yep. and already had Jigger on there. Yeah, Sean Paul, etc. But it already had Jigger on there. It had him, yeah. So and and he also wrote songs on there, which like it had us being like, are they dating? Are they not? Da 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 da. Of course, now it's a bit different, but I'm kind of like looking at Chloe Bailey, which not that her and her sister split. Of course, they're sisters and they're branching out. And, you know what they said they would have yeah. done with Destiny's Child. Everybody do their own thing and come back. And I feel like we see Chloe doing that. And the male that she is now not attached herself to, but, you know, is making there's some there's some yeah. things hanging out there. You know what I mean? I don't see her at the side of a... um game with every like artist she's collaborated with you know and now I'm seeing that with Gunna and then Gunna's like he is one of the leading people of that next generation that I feel are going to be carrying hip-hop five six years from now when Mm -hmm. we think about who's going to be you know a part of that next generation little baby um things of that nature little Dirk so Am I reaching with that thought to say maybe? No, because I kind of felt like that whole Beyonce type separation vibe. Even with, I can't even remember what video it was. It just reminded me of a whole Beyonce video. Anyway, that's why I was like, are we like taking steps and literally walking right behind Beyonce? But I, I really I felt it. like that. And I don't either because, you know, even with the... um. On the run tour, you know, they opened up for Beyonce because that was uh-huh. the first time I heard them when I was, because I was like, who are these two? <laughs> like, yeah. who are they? <laughs> like, I'm like, good yeah. job, girls. Great job. And now to see them, it's like, wow, because literally nobody was really paying attention to them. They and then they're on Grownish, you know, and that's one of my favorites. Love, love Grownish. Grownish. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, seeing them evolve and now seeing Chloe evolve into her own woman I respect her highly but I do get that whole I'm taking and walking behind the shoes of Beyonce just a little bit on there and more like like literally and as someone that's lived through that time it's obviously not the same but I'm feeling a lot of the similarities but I don't mind it I don't mind it in a bad way and she comes from her so clearly she got the code. Yeah, they gonna make sure she's good. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, you know, if they're dating, they're not dating, whatever, girl, have your fun. I love this crew of like younger black girls that are coming up um as the new like black elite things. You know, you got the Ryan yes. Destiny, you got Chloe Bill, you got Normani. It's like a, a crew of them kind of shaping out. So <clears throat> yeah. Lori Harvey. So I really do love to see that, love to see the girls coming together. And, you know, if it is one of that you're with, and this is what we're the play we're about to see executed, like, uh-huh. if, if it is what I'm far reaching and guessing what's happening <laughs> in front of me, like, it will be fucking amazing. And if yeah. this you and me track isn't like a huge hint towards that, uh-huh. like, it reminded me of like, even up to now, I still watch that stuff on YouTube, like, <clears throat> you're watching Jacob perform and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> she gonna come out like she's gonna come out so 
it feels Even good to have something vice versa when again. she was you know at her concert you waiting for Jigga to come out. like where is he where is the minute you hear crazy and you're like yo is he gonna is he yes. gonna like I vividly remember him tapping her on her bum at that 03 BT awards and screaming at the TV like he touched her I knew they were dating I knew it so like it's it's it's, it's really hard on these young artists to find a way to mm-hmm. still have a surprising element, to still have some sort of like definitely secrecy or whatever. So I really love seeing how, you know, they're doing their thing mm-hmm. and I'm just here to support it and talk about it and eat fruit, mind my business as much as possible and, <laughs> yes. and just see how it turns out. Don't listen to <laughs> what people say they don't know about. About, about you, and, you me. and me. Heard about my past. <laughs> when I heard Chloe talking about um, fuck, what what she harmonized? All I know is she harmonized the word fucking, and I was like, I'm right. Again, <laughs> it's this trend. <laughs> uh, Little Wayne is to be releasing "Sorry for the Wait" on all streaming platforms, which, like, for me growing up obviously Lil Wayne he still is the GOAT and he is that yes. guy um for every like come on you know what I mean but every yes <laughs> but sorry for the wait was like one of the most major um freestyles to me you know what I mean he had like Marvin's Room freestyle on there he had <laughs> Rack's freestyle on there. He had hands up. And, you know, there wasn't a place at a certain point that you couldn't go to a party without hearing the track, um, hands up. And I'm just so, you know, tuned she's back. Like, there's so, this time is very hard, I find, to get the young people to understand the way that we're talking about. Yeah, I, like, I got you. This is if we're crazy. So with him re-releasing this where people can hear it and, maybe it will spark a lot of conversation and get because I realize the younger generation doesn't do their research most times they're just like this is what's happening now and everything sucks and everything is trash and you know it's Wayne though it's like it's it's Wayne (laughs) like anytime that he's come out throughout the years and you know it's Wayne it's it's everybody is listening to it I remember uh, the one with Swiss, my daughter was listening. I'm like, everybody is listening to Wayne. Like, he is that art. He's a genius. You know, he's genius. that artist that he doesn't get old, even though they don't know he's one of those artists where, you know, they're like, oh, who is this? You know, I like it not knowing that, you know, some kids don't know that, like, okay, he's been out forever. He's a legend. But it's legend. Wayne. That's it's Wayne. <laughs> and like, tell me another artist where they, and tell me how the artists that they've brought out are doing in comparison to how Wayne's artists or yeah. Birdman affiliated, you know, cash money artists are doing. Yep. So he has similar to like how people say Diddy has that, like, he knows a hit. Like, you're not going to argue That's with that true. man when he hears a song and he says, yo, this ain't it. Because if there's anything that man knows, is a hit when he hears it. Yep. So Wayne, clearly, he has an ear. He has a sense for talent that yet anyone else in the industry has been able to catch up to. If that was the case, they'd have another Drake. They'd have another Nicki Minaj, which they don't. So They don't. 
like sorry to be blunt or whose feelings may be hurt off that but that's just a fact you know so I'm excited for sorry for the wait and you know why not like why not even for creators when I talk about repurposing your content and Mm -hmm. just because it's one like it's a different time yes there's the nostalgic viewers or listeners that will go to YouTube and find it or wherever but like Mm -hmm. nigga if you had that shit on that piff in 2001 and you find a way that you can like business wise speaking in the music industry get that on a streaming platform and create that source of income for yourself as well that's true 100 Uh, (laughs) so with with little wayne releasing that project i also wanted to discuss um rest in peace to bob saget i know it's a bit of a like but uh you're talking about monumental people and I don't want to say Bob Saget wasn't monumental but he was for me a huge part of my like my childhood I remember yeah. watching Full House and things of that nature and just always seeing him in that role I don't think I thought of him as anyone else as opposed to like a yeah because when when I did see him outside of that role it's so hard to like see him as the comedian that he is, is because we're so used to seeing him as the tanner you know yeah. the dad and that was one of the few white dads that were allowed into our home yes so, <laughs> Danny you know, Tanner. <laughs> rest, you see what i'm saying so rest in peace to bob saget he passed away at the tender age of 65 but you know i guess the new social media thing is when you see people pass away you get to like you see what people choose to like highlight or what becomes the popular content on social media. And I just love the fact that everything that I was seeing was him always just being that guy. And he was chill. Yeah. And like, I remember even that famous clip with like him and um, scene with him and Dave Chappelle. And okay. to me, like seeing those things, you know, that was my green light to be like, all right, you're cool with black people. You know what yeah. I mean? I hope he didn't say nothing out of pocket, but as far as I know, he that man, like, he's very Yeah, cool. he is. He is that. That's why I said he is that artist that a lot of people, you know, he will go far, but it's hard for me to see that because of the image that we had as him. It's like, okay, yeah, we kind of dismiss it because I did see a couple of negative things, but you know how people are. But yeah. I'm like, he was still the dad that was in your home every Every, day literally every day every day um moving forward since we're kind of talking about um tv shows i do want to you know every week i'm just going to talk about power and sex in the city to y'all say yo can you like (laughs) stop talking about the shit but because y'all are responding and interacting with me i'm like all right well i have friend tv watchers out here so (laughs) Um, Power Book 2 finally started back for, I guess, um, the second part of the season yeah. after a little winter break. And they, like, sometimes, like, I get cheese, but at this episode, I was like, God damn, finally they're done. I can't take no more. I need a break. I need a break. Look, I kept hitting, um, I was watching it on my computer, and I kept literally hitting because I'm like, it, it's about to be over, and it's like, no, it's 20 more minutes. And I'm like, it's about to be 15 like what else could happen girl 
girl like it was so much I was like well Lauren was like but did you tell everyone that you're fucking Zeke and I was like listen here Lauren (laughs) you wore that wire and like you ain't you ain't you are not done you are not done because we said it before she knew what type of person Tariq was she did Tariq reminded me she knew at the party he reminded me of like every nigga in high school, like, yo, I'm done with you. Fine. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> like, yes. It's not funny, but like, it was just yeah. so like, I was like, Lauren, just tell him. You know what you got to tell him, but you're probably going to get got. Yeah. I, I mean, even seeing the previews, I was kind of like, she messed up. She messed up. She definitely messed up. And I was like, what didn't you know? And clearly, he's still staying there on his house arrest. Like, I thought he was just going to be fully at the I was shot. Exactly. I was like, isn't he at the apartment? Like, I'm like, and then when him the and you, you he know, can't. yeah. And I was like, because, you know, like, that girl, I don't trust her. Oh, no. Because remember, she's the same know. one that got him in trouble at Choke. So we already know Shorty's going to do whatever is necessary to get ahead. Which, that, like, that's what it is about. But, you know, so I thought she, like, I thought they were about to, like, nanu, 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 yeah. And then Lauren was going to walk in and be like, who is this girl that's in my what house? I thought, look, look, I kept, like, doing a 15 speed. Because I was like, and then when it switched over, I was like, oh, dang. I thought she was about to pop up. <laughs> right, like, no, they did such a great job with the writing this episode. Poor Monet. Poor Monet. Like, if there was a person that said, I am not, like, she was in just disgust the whole everywhere, episode. everybody, yes, everything, everyone, like, you could have breathed left. And Monet was like, she was just not happy. Her face it. was just like, the guy was like, I still want to meet my son. Don't you touch him. But the I man was, like, was at the ballpark at the end watching Zeke shoot the hoops. And I said, Did you not hear Monet said, Wait? for my call and mecca said you know see big man you can't tell big man to stay inside exactly (laughs) yo this is just too wild shout out to 50 cent shout out to michael rainey shout outs to um bobby brown because i can't ever unsee woody from woody yes i don't even I'm like, what is Woody's name on there? Because I always forget. I'm like, Kane. It's Kane. Okay, Kane. It's Kane. But, you know, like, that just shows how much of a great job he does with playing, like, the villain. And Lorenzo, this, like, it has me thinking, like, I understand because I have, you know, I'd be knowing people or friends that definitely, you know, talk to dudes that were, like, incarcerated, you know, the whole shebang. But now you're seeing if the dude actually comes home yes because that's a part of the story i never i feel like i never really get to see in real life like mm-hmm. for the person to still come out up right yep. and he is just like nigga you have to see how monet is looking at you you have to know he's like don't worry yep. you know she's just taking the 10 years hard and i'm like bruh when you see mecca right he said he doesn't even like the nephew, aka his stepson. Ooh. That was crazy because when he came, 
when he came in and he was like, who is this? I was like, he doesn't know the son. <laughs> but it was like, Zeke, Zeke look a little different since the last time you seen him. He looked a little different. I was, I was like, like, girl. I was like, you don't know Zeke. And now you about to find out. Bro, he knew. He knew. As much as he knew, like, I feel like he knew. But I feel like maybe what they're trying to play with us on screen is, like, toying with us and, like, Mm -hmm. letting us think, does Lorenzo know more than he's giving off? And Monet feels like she has this all as a secret. Yeah. No, he knows a lot, especially how he got the kids to tell him what the plan was. And the kids didn't tell Monet that. that. Like, girl. shape. Girl, and this is my thing, like, but I guess that's a part of growing up when you feel like you just have all the answers, but in reality, you don't know shit. You don't, don't want to listen. Her dad was like, you're going Diana to St. John's. Like, you're not going go to Stansfield. Y'all go to St. John's. I don't John. want to go there. I want to go where <laughs> Zeke is. <laughs> I want to go with Zeke. <laughs> that's it. St. John's, baby. St. John's. I don't want to go to Queens. I want to go with Zeke. Oh, man. Oh, man. He's like, Mama, just doing this because she know. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to go to Stanfield. <laughs> Guess what? I'm going to tell you what. We had an exit plan without you. Right? I was like, Little girl, did your mom just not choke you up in the bathroom? Like, you're not, you're not, like, you're not getting this. Out. You're not getting this. Monet dropped a body. My girl was like, and and I didn't tell you to do and that. I, said, I didn't tell you to do it. I was looking for cover as watching the episode because I'm like, you don't know. Don't you remember your mom bust guns out here? I don't know if you know. Right? She about so, to get rid of her whole son. She trying to turn on her whole son. Got her son and Taylor. It's such a mix up. On each other. It's such a mix up. But it's someone who's definitely like have family members where their kids are like complete trash. And mm-hmm. it's like they antagonize the whole family tree or just yes. keep doing like trash stuff. And like I remember just feeling really bad for that person in my family and like us having to like build our own relationship, but around their kids having to make it seem like it ain't all like that deep, you know? And yes. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm not a parent, but I'm like, that must suck when like, not that your kid is trash, but you like, you know, maybe they're not the most solid person or there's things about them that like, not really things that you fuck with, but it's still your child. Yeah. And I'm like, so that's a part of parenting. It. I mean, you don't have to deal with it, but it's your child. So you force like, <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, like as a parent, how do you deal or how do you feel like you would deal with something. I don't know. I got a cousin I haven't even talked to. I haven't talked to my cousin in 12 years because he's so shady. Girl. (laughs) When we see each other, I don't even speak. Them cousins had to stop coming over. I was checking pockets where everybody went in the car. Right? The ones you got to make sure you got all your stuff when they leave your house. I'm just scrolling through social media. Ain't that my bag? Ain't that my earrings? Right? What the? Yeah. So the girls are fighting. Like we're literally 10 days in, about 10 days in to the 2022. Day about nine or 10 of 365. And yes, I get how it be sometimes as a Libra, you know, Cardi B, that a, a bitch can just pick a day and it might be the day. You know what I'm saying? 
And you just be like, all right, you want it, sis? You got it. You know? So for that, I understand people are human yeah. and they go through these things and the motions, but they're like, Cuban doll said things that she shouldn't have said. And 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 Cardi B said, listen here, look at y'all. Where's your proof at? Where's your proof? Where's your proof? You know that Cardi B's fighting, fighting a child right now for allegedly beating bitches' ass for the same thing. I Like, do you want to play this game? Do you want to play this game? It was, it was, so it was hard for me to read Cuban Dow's tweet because <laughs> the spell check was not on. I'm like, like, I Sukiana with quarantine, C O R N T E E N, dear Lord. I was like, let me watch a video. Your business. You know, that's going to be the episode. With somebody explaining it. The name of quarantine. Listen, let me tell you something, Cuban Dow. Because the last I seen a Cuban doll, every time she's popping up in a new relationship, I um there was a Toronto rapper. Um, he's currently incarcerated. His name is Top Five. She was seen to be like rumored and like fucking around with him too. You know. Okay. Um, then another guy, which like girl is your property at the end of the day. But here's the thing: every time I hear your name, it's nothing to do with your mix, your 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 music. Um, mm-hmm. Cardi B is a platinum diamond selling artist, so. Once again, you've yet to have one record. And like, if I know enough in the industry, this is not the time to be telling one of the biggest rappers in the whole world that um, you, her husband wanted to fuck and you said nah. And that's even Cardi B said it like, you need this platform right now. Not me. Like, <laughs> you need this. And poor like, Seth where's is. the receipt? Poor Sefi is just somewhere playing the fucking PS5. Like, <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> he can't even. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, as a female, I don't like other females that be like, oh, no. your nigga tried to talk to me. And why doesn't he talk to you now? Why isn't he, why isn't he there now? Why is he under my left titty? Um, why isn't he calling you? And girl, if he is, it's in secret, and that you should be ashamed of that life, because we're together all exactly. The time. Why do you and why do you want want people to know? And this is like I'm not siding with Kevin Samuels, but I know a lot of the things he says is kind of like misinterpreted. But like mm-hmm. this is kind of like a prime example of like something he would kind of like try to get this messaging across, where it's just like. What, what is on your plate? What do you, are, do you even have a plate that you're bringing to the situation? Yeah. Like you're coming and talking, as I said, to a Why lady that brings in multi-millions of dollars that just gave her husband $2 million on stage. Yes, niggas are stupid, but let me tell you something, little girl. He's never going to leave her for you. And not saying that's Thanks. what you want, but just generally speaking, like, I really find it, like, really whack. If anything, that makes, like, your pussy more whack when you do shit like that like you're not you're not a lit you're not as lit as you say you are it does no it's it's definitely like you said even if it is something what does that say about you like i wouldn't want i would i would have kept that one to myself i mean even if it, i would have kept it like why am i gonna put myself out there to get embarrassed and then, then I can't be feel said, either. Right, you feel like you have the upper hand here are the same dms that you said you're gonna put out that i sent to you and yeah so, you know, um, yeah, I'm a bit 
disappointed that Cardi B, you know, went in for it. But at the same time, like we're all human and she she noticed yeah. what she did herself. She later on went to delete the tweets and you know, moving forward in her life because I'm sure they have some stupid deals that are about to be announced this year. Mm-hmm. And like they have two beautiful children. They're raising a blended family together. And you already know my stance on when people actually have kids together. I don't I don't yeah. like to play that Hollywood celebrity game. So little girl, know that Cardi B was a gangster in real life. I think your best friend <laughs> was too. And just like move accordingly, like focus on your music. It's a new year. And I know sometimes it's hard out there, especially like LA and Miami and those places to really block out the noise and stay focused towards your goals but girl you need to be nowhere but in the studio yeah. and at home Facts. <clears throat> now Kanye West let's start with the music um Kanye West did <laughs> did share that um there is or did hint at a Yeezy Gap Balenciaga drop coming Tech my money, tech my money, because that <laughs> will be fire. Um, yes, as someone that's naturally been a part of like the working force and like the I guess middle low class people, Old Navy, the Gap is definitely one of those places or two of those places that I go to when I want like a sturdy little sweater to wear to work. Or, yes, you know some good quality. It's not quite some good quality jeans, but it's clothes. like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You get some staple pieces in there, some basics. So I'm really excited because even if you remember when Kanye was doing that Drink Champs interview mm-hmm. and he was discussing, like, even when he puts on his Balenciaga stuff, it does not look like the Balenciaga that people yeah. are buying and wearing out there. So I'm maybe this will be the thing that um, fashion-wise I can finally support uh, Kanye in and make it really I like, hope so. But yeah. I feel like it's gonna be like because the gap, yeah. I, 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 the gap is like always, like you said, it's that go-to where, especially if you're in the working class, you need some good quality clothes that are nice and put together. The gap is always, you, you know, the gap, Old Navy, Banana Republic. Those are the places that you go to. So I mean, I I think it's gonna be a good look. The gap will never let anything go wrong on their end. So. I feel like they did fuck up at some point, but I can't really remember now. But nevertheless, maybe old navy. Yeah, maybe maybe it was old navy, it was and old, I'm mixing it up. They do give a vibe of something someone would fuck up over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I'm really excited. As I said, like at the end of the day, this is a black billionaire that like came from nothing, and now he's mm-hmm. like possibly going to be taking over. You know, rest in peace, Virgil possibly taking over there at Louis, which was a dream job. And like, he has his own company, Easy, that he's built. Like, as someone that's trying to build a brand and building a brand, like, I have huge respect for those things that where you go now, people say Easy and they know what that means. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? That's facts. Yeah, that's that's definitely facts. You know, even though he has his ups and downs, when he dropped something, sold out, can't get it everybody's on it so I I give him that he's a good marketer like he he knows that people are definitely going to get it regardless of he is because of his name 
He is. So um, <laughs> Julia Fox and Kanye West, I think they've officially like made it so that they're dating, but I don't know, according to Kim's publicist, he's doing it to get it under her skin. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> he's still on Kim and, and it is. It's, it's something probably that he thinks is going to get Kim mad. I told you, but she is not bothered. Right Girl, now. I'm about to read this because this has to be read. So Julia Fox did a interview with someplace. I don't, I don't know the publication, but oh God. she did an interview and she had things to, she had things to say. Okay. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> and it was also attached with like a three, four photo um, dump. Okay. I met Ye in Miami on New Year's Eve, and it was an instant connection. His energy is so fun to be around. He had me and my friends laughing, dancing, and smiling all night. Am I getting my Valley Girl on? Yes, all the way. We decided to keep the energy going, fly back to New York City to see Slave play. Gay's flight landed at six and the play was at seven and he was there on time. The article person put on time in capital letters because I guess CP time on time. So she wants to. Black people never on time. He was, he was on time. And mind your business. I was impressed. After the play, we chose to do dinner at Carbone, which is one of my favorite restaurants. Ye directed an entire photo shoot for me while we dined. The whole restaurant loved it and cheered us on while it was happening. After dinner, Ye and Ye had a surprise for me. I mean, I'm still in shock. Ye had an entire hotel suite full of clothes. It was every girl's dream come true. It felt like a Cinderella moment. I don't know how he did it or how the hell he got in there on time. But I was so surprised. Like, who does things like this on a second date or on any date? Everything with us has been so organic. I don't know where things are headed, but if there's any indication of the future, I'm loving the ride. Kanye wrote that for her. Does that sound? That was already written up. Like, just read it. That's all I need you to do is read it. Girl, like, sorry for the silence, guys. Y'all are better not watching on YouTube. <laughs> like, but it's just that like sounds so written out. Like he, like that was one of those interviews where I'll, I'll type it up for you and send it to you. Not like a face to face. That was so fake. A Cinderella movie, really? Girl, it was that perfect. That that um <laughs> i just thought of save the last dance which is one of my favorite movies of all time <laughs> it has nothing to do with nothing but like when they're in the club and nikki was like watch me squash this i'm gonna squash this bitch like i feel like kim is like oh you feel like you can have another white girl in the news being popular you think you think this shit's cute all right you think this is cute all right i feel like i feel like you know, damn, like hurt people hurt people. And this is hard. Like North is grown. Um, people are around, <sighs> but it's just like at the same time, too. We don't know. We don't know in doubt. You said Kim we was don't. done. You She's said Kim done. was done. <laughs> I don't know. That written, 
testimonial. Ooh, the way my skin would be bubbling, like. So if that was his goal, like, I don't know, maybe it worked, maybe it didn't. Um, I'm still the way it sounded, it would have just irritated me because irritated. it sounds so like the way you read it was like somebody wrote a story. It was like I would have just been irritated, like, really, this is what we're doing. So even if it's true, if he did all this stuff, you're still thinking like you just met this chick and this is what you're doing? Like for what? So what's worse, this or the hickey on the neck? <laughs> I feel like who's playing is. fair? Are they playing fair? I don't know. I'm just putting the the questions and the thoughts out there. I mean, I feel like this because for all that, all she all he did, I mean, I would expect that she went home with him. I'm just saying. That you was know, a whole Cinderella move. And I just also feel like, sis, like, you're definitely more up than me. And, like, you know, let me not see that. But I just feel like when you when you talk to a certain type of guy, that's not, like, the end of the world. If anything, that's, like, yeah, the standard. Not saying you got to shut down the restaurant right. every time and, like, whatever. But, like, certain things are, like, girl, you're kind of, like, overdoing it. Yeah, that's why I'm, like, was it really like was it really that because it's just too much slave play really (laughs) really really he was on time and took you to the slave play really like I gotta test her first to see if she's ready for this life listen here Julia (laughs) Fox (sighs) girl I don't know but like I said Kanye has been outside with the outsiders I don't I don't know it just I just get the feeling like he doesn't really want to be here doing this. So no, he doesn't. He's just doing it just to do it. Yeah, whatever he's doing, I hope it works out for whatever he's trying to uh, work towards, which I hope is his family. Um, (laughs) Speaking of family, you know, uh, dear Lord, I don't want to really talk about this, but we are in a podcast. It's our responsibility to discuss things in, in a way that, you know, I really feel like it adds some sustainability and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole, the whole mantra of the show, even though the news sometimes may be a bit triggering or negative, um, yeah. still we're trying to find ways to speak through it. And it's not easy. It's, it's really not easy. I'm nervous oh, anxious not. every time, especially before I put it out. I'm like, is this the one where I'm about to go and see niggas say cancel that girl like cancel her before she like you know but um Jim Jones was asked on Angela Yee's podcast you know about the ways that he has learned sex and like things surrounded by sex and kissing and things like that and you know he had shared on there that you know his mother helps him helped him to learn how to tongue kiss and when asked or probed again about it he was like no, like she, you know. Okay, so yeah. it's giving, it's giving precious. It's giving, it's giving Antoine Fisher. But I choose, I choose to be like. At the end of the day, there's something in me similar to Chris Brown. There's always a love for Jim Jones in my heart. Yeah. And if anything, if this is new, even though he rapidly and his mom rapidly came out and said, oh, no, 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 nah. But, you know, 
and he said he was joking. But this is something, even if we take it outside of Jim Jones, that people have gone through and have normalized or think that it's okay or not know certain things. So what I will say is that Natasha, do you want to say something? I mean, I don't think it was a joke because even when he was like, he tried to give the excuse that she was 17. He was like, she was a kid, like raising a kid. He did say that. So it's, it's no excuse. And it's sad because this does go on. Um, people, parents have done like this isn't the first time that you may hear of a parent doing this um the serial killer not to bring up that that the black guy that was a serial killer if you watch his um documentary on um I think it was shows one of the you know prime shows he basically said like his mom like prepped him to like so that's why he had this dislike for women because of his mother so I mean these things do happen and mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it was a joke because uh what is her name? I can't even think of the woman's name Chrissy? right now. <laughs> no, his Chrissy his Lampkin? Mom. Oh no, not Miss Jones. Book. Yeah, Miss Jones. Mrs. She, Mrs. Jones. She comes off very different. Weird. I watch yes. enough living hip hop yes. to say different. Because the, even even the way she's always in their business, him and Chrissy's business, and how she is very persistent that no, my son isn't going to do this and that. And I feel like, and I honestly feel like the reason they aren't getting married is because of her, or you know, if they secretly got the married, underlying you know. things that yeah. happened that you know, I remember. Shout outs to the cold Lino. Um, love her her platform, witnessing her growth and her journey. Um, most recent news with, she's just like one of these like female influencers that I definitely like to follow mm-hmm. and um, gain inspiration from. And, you know, she's just consistent. And I appreciate that for someone that, you know, has unofficial yeah. mentors that don't know they're my mentors, right? And I remember in her book, which I still want to buy, but she also did an interview discussing like, you know, things like that, that happened to her a lot when she was younger and it led to her becoming an over-sexual and really like touchy-feely person mm-hmm. at a certain juncture in her life and not realizing it was because of those exactly. behaviors or things that was normalized. So it'd be like, you know, for example, it'd be like, oh, the uncle that was touching you. And then now you get to a yep. point where you're like, hey, tickling him in front of everyone. He's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not here. And it's just like, these things happen more than um, people want to speak speak about, but we definitely know yeah. goes on in the black community community. Yes. So watching not this, Nancy, that's her name, Nancy. Yeah. 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 Not, not saying that she did, not saying, but it does happen. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. does happen. Yeah. So like, you know, it's easy to poke fun and like of course it's shocking factor and all that clearly he didn't see anything wrong with it even when he was explaining it right no and I listened and he like I said he he was like what she was 
she was uh she was 17 she was a kid raising a kid not knowing that you could have triggered somebody listening mm-hmm. to that interview because even when i listened to that bit it was kind of like what like even the ladies in the room was kind of like do you understand what you're like saying right now type of thing and that's when he was like she was a kid yeah she was 17 she was a young mom yeah you know like we all you know unfortunately in episodes years back you guys can always go back I've definitely been transparent about you know things of that nature you know that has been unfortunately some of my experiences so I definitely suggest therapy I definitely yeah. suggest um I'm I'm sad that it had to come out the way, but I'm happy you talked about it because it once again sparked the yeah. conversation like we are yeah. having here today. And to letting people know that that's not okay and knowing that you don't have to live like that and um understanding that yeah, there's different types of love and families out there, but yeah, certain stuff, you know, you're not gonna be stuck in that forever. Yeah. And and you can get help. Yeah you know so i definitely want to um switch up the flow a little bit (laughs) and you know i'm a bit um a whole lot of a nerd so podcasting is life for me um constantly not only working on my podcast studying other podcasts listen to other like i've submerged it it's it's part of my Mm -hmm. life um two forefront people in that space um not the only but two forefront very forefront people mm-hmm. that i will say is joe rogan joe budden and i know i didn't fully like explain things to you when i just had like joe rogan versus joe budden um but i was hoping like it would just i don't know when you saw that what were maybe some first thoughts that like came to your mind looking at it i i kind of i'm like okay as far as I look at it as I've, I will say I've never listened to the Joe Rogan. I see the bites and the bits of it, but I know he's this like super podcaster that just like came out of no, not came out of yeah. nowhere, but like he's the best of the best yeah. where when I think of Joe Button, I think that he is the He's not the first, but he's the pioneer of what we're doing now. And he's the one who kind of set the steps for us to say, this is what podcasting, because people have been doing podcasting. But when Joe Button Show came out, more people started to listen to podcasting. Oh, yeah. So that's what I looked at it as the two pioneers. But you have the one that is more mainstream, but the one that has been pushing to literally push to get to where he is versus okay I'm Joe Rogan I have the best podcast there is everybody wants to be on my show yeah so I definitely feel like a lot of what us content creators black content creators will talk about or the over over oversight that may happen to us a lot and we'll see like white creators Perfect example, GoDaddy, $60 million deal, where Horrible Decisions is an amazing show platform yeah. of the same cloth, if even better, and they've yet to lock in that multi-million dollar deal, right? Not to say they're not making bread and they're not content, but I'm just drawing that comparison as to mm-hmm. who's getting offered these big bags or not. Um, Joe Budden Podcast, they were the first podcast to have a 
exclusive deal. They were yeah. the first to have that type of deal with any platform, the Joe Budden podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like he's wrong in saying, you know, I feel like a lot of people, they clown him or whatever, but I'm here to speak about some actual things. Because as I said, I, I submerged myself in the podcasting mm-hmm world and as i said joe budden was the first to receive that deal and then after i do believe when spotify seen how great it was going yep. they offered 100 million dollar deal to joe Rogan. And when i when i saw and i remember when that happened that's why i was like who are you when i i know who he is but i'm like what what do you have well that will I mean, I know, but I'm. Just I do saying, like the like, show. I'm not gonna hold you. I do love the show. I, I've seen some, like I said, I've seen some bits. I'm not saying that it's a, a bad show. It's just like, like you said, you get this. Literally, you are coming in where Joe has literally did the work, and you're mm-hmm. coming in and and you get this multi-million dollar, and that's what everybody sees. Oh, I want to be like Joe Rogan. I want this deal. I want to be, you know, I want this is what I go for when they're not thinking about the work on how they got there. And 100%. one thing I do want to, yeah, one thing I do want to mention without getting into detail, because I can't talk about what I did, yeah. but you know that I was um, on a panel on one of the biggest uh, podcast platforms to judge different categories. Yeah. I can't even say what category. Yeah. 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 And, and the fact that there were out of, I think, 18 podcasts that I had to listen to. And I had to listen to everybody's podcast. Yeah. Anybody can get on this platform. You just have to pay. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is when you go to these award shows and stuff like that, you have to pay to put yourself on the, the platform. I'll mention like the Black Podcast Awards yeah. where I submitted my stuff. But some people, oh, I'm not giving them $40. But this Girl. one, the, but the it was only forty or fifty dollars to get into it. But here is this huge platform where the best of the best podcasters, well-known people, like everybody knows that our celebrities are paying their little bit of two hundred and fifty dollars to get judged for these platforms. But we're complaining about the fifty dollars, and. Out of 18, I think it was only three Black podcasts that I listened to. Wow. wow. Just three. Wow. So if that, <laughs> based off of my category, it should have been more than three. Legit. And it was only three. No, that's insane. That's insane. And that brings me to the point of like, I definitely feel like, yeah, I get it, the whole Rory and Ma situation, whatever. And no diss to Rory and Ma. Like, I champion those two young men trying to do what they do but I never heard a y'all until Back. Joe Bennett and yes Joe was you know affiliated to Rockefeller but once again that wasn't at the forefront and people get like upset or whatever when you say stuff like that it's not for me to be malicious it's just fact you know what I mean and I'm not racist but within this space and everything happening I'm not going to champion another white person to take over in a space when I clearly see a black person that does it better. Sorry. Yeah. And yeah. Um, Joe Budden, 
is in the podcast space something so special and dear that we all value whether people want to admit it or not if your podcast has a couch and niggas is sitting on it talking that's your button no yeah. other podcast was doing that rest in peace to combat jack was which was really the first first you know but nobody else is doing that prior to him and recently they celebrated their uh 500th episode and yep as being someone that's listened to all 500 it's been a hell of a ride and we need to salute that man and understand yeah. that y'all are doing and playing exactly into the hand and allowing Spotify and these platforms to feel like it's okay to give Joe Rogan the hundred million dollars and not a creator like yep. Joe Budden. And he's, like you said, he's put in the work. He's paid the way he's pioneered. He's taught y'all a lot, given mm-hmm. a lot of keys informally and formally. So it's just like, when I'm looking in this space and if it's Joe versus Joe, I'm going with Joe Budden because yeah. Joe Rogan, he's white. He's always going to win. He's always going to have a job. He's always been out there. I've literally seen um, Joe take this from nothing and make it into something to the point where niggas have fallen out over bread. You know what I mean? Yep. So that is something I just definitely want other podcasters to look at and understand the journey doesn't look one way you know what I mean it doesn't and even with Spotify I I had the privilege what was it two years ago to be on a panel um, with Spotify and it wasn't the sound up but that's when I got information about like they have a program with sound up where you submit and these are the things that like remember you were saying like the information this is what I do I try to find information and I try to share it because so many people say that they can't and I always say that I'm an example that I have no experience all I did was just start looking at stuff started going on panels and so Spotify has a program called the sound up program I know they did the Mm. Latina Latino one um the Hispanic one this year I didn't see the one for the U.S. Mm. where you submit your platform um your podcast in order for Spotify for it to be a Spotify original (laughs) and the program that I was in it wasn't for sound up it was more for um working with Spotify but I did all the um podcast rooms and Barry Mm -hmm. the lady that has the black podcast shout out to Barry because Barry is she is one of the originals that was on that worked for Spotify to get us on the platform and you know they Sorry. They they gave a lot of inf- good information for us to know, like, this is what you need to get on. Like, we we have the space, but we're not being seen. This is what you need to do. And these are good tools. Like, people don't like to sit through the webinars and stuff like that. But if it's directly through Spotify, why would I not do it? You know, this was a, you know, I got a, an invite only, but these are the opportunities when you get them definitely do it because you learn what you need to do and it's so hard for us it really is hard for us well I do agree and disagree with that because and Joe will tell it you know what I mean he ain't signed another deal with Spotify like that yeah and I understand well I mean as much as the information that was given publicly why you know and that's the only podcast especially from black creators that I heard giving y'all real information that 
Yeah. Y'all would have to go find. He's the only one saying first and last names and niggas you would actually need to know and research. And if you're listening, you're hearing what he's telling you so you can understand what you need to do and what you need to demand out here and stop asking. Yeah. You know what I mean? As I said, I'm 100% independent on all my shit, all my IP. You know what yep. I mean? And somebody else said that too. Don't, don't sign it over. Make sure you keep all your stuff. But as simple as that sounds, a lot of people don't think about that or they don't um, think about, you know, the percentages of IP or all those different types of things that in the long run. And it's just, as I said, it is definitely a Joe Budden thing for me. If yeah. it's, you know, Joe versus Joe. And I know it was a bit of a catchy title, but I just really want to have that transparent conversation. Salute to you guys yeah. once again celebrating 500 episodes because that's not easy you know what I mean um you know I look at horrible decisions another black owned podcast that I truly love and I I don't know how much longer it's gonna last because these girls they they say they agree to not like each other but still work together but Mm -hmm. I'm sensing that now as a listener and you know as someone that has gone through different co-hosts yep and people didn't give me the heat and attention like they did, of course, Joe Biden, because he's more popular. But as someone that yeah. has gone through those things and hearing and seeing what people do, like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Y'all don't know. Uh, y'all don't know what to do. You, we both, both of us have, Period. Gone, have gone through it. Period. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not easy. It, it's it not. It it's, it's not, not what people think. So when I hear niggas say, yo, they're celebrating 500 episodes. Yeah. And as a Black creator, I will forever salute that. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they can't make it to the year. They can't make it to the six months. They can't make it to the two yeah. weeks consecutive. I mean, what? I had to take a huge six-month break because of the fact that the issues with now even nothing bad with my co-host but because one dropped off but if you ask joe or you ask me there are no breaks it it is life no i get what you're saying but just to show like the hunger still on and that was the thing i was still doing other you know i still stay relevant i was still you know podcasting i was still doing my lives on my other shows but as far as my direct show i had to pull back and kind of revamp to say what does this look like because the way I had it it's not going to work like that so I need to redo it so nothing like that will happen again 1000% and I feel like as black podcasters we definitely need to be having more of these conversations out loud and I feel like stop beating up Joe Budden because a lot of stuff that even people witness with Rory and Mullen yeah it's popular to side with them and Joe's not a perfect person. He took drugs, all that stuff. But as I said, and you know as well, being on the ownership side of podcasting yep. and bringing people in and finding people that are dedicated as much as you are, things like that, I have a respect for what that man has done. Yeah, that's why. So I will say that uh, <laughs> Jack, or sorry, um, we'll talk about that next week because I didn't. Um, okay get to finish the jack interview did you okay did you no okay no i didn't finish it so yeah jack did nardwar but um love me some nardwar he's a goat in that so definitely want to give you guys justice um 
on that interview. Dream Doll was also on Angela Yee's lip service. And she was discussing, you know, um, butt trend, butt reduction that she went through. And, you know, the experience of like just the traumatic things that went along with it for her. And it's just a female that I've been transparent in, you know, Mm -hmm. having surgery and the real things that I feel like sometimes maybe the doctor doesn't tell everyone right away or is really that realistic. I felt the importance to bring up this conversation because I am seeing that being more of a trend where yes. the, 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 the girls are taking it out now versus yes. putting it in. I, I noticed that too, that a lot of people are reducing, I guess, yeah, reducing now and removing things now. And I, I noticed that. Um, I've never been big with that whole image but to each his own whatever you want to do is what you want to do but you know long term now like people are removing and and even listening to her whole like what she was going through I'm like that's a lot that is a whole lot to even several what was it several surgeries to remove and so I'm like I passed (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying it's just my whole thing is just always do your research, you know, and thank yeah. you, Dream Doll, for just being transparent about that, because I know it wasn't easy, but it's necessary, right? Yeah. Um, especially when I feel like at a time where not a lot of the females are really strong minded, I feel, or thinking for themselves as much as they advocate to be, but I feel like a lot of y'all aren't even seeing how your your decisions are really influenced by what's happening. It's not really of your own, yeah. you know? So with that being said, I never going to tell nobody, yo, don't get your body done, get your body done. But uh, if you're going to spend you- 40 bands to get your body done and you don't own property, um, you don't own no stocks, you don't own no crypto, um, you don't own nothing. Yeah. I don't recommend that being a good investment. Or even going the trying to cut the cost by going out the country or going to certain places, not realizing that, okay, you're having a whole surgery. You just don't get up and get on a plane and come back. Like you got to think about your recovery. Like we've talked about this recovery time and stuff like that. So it's like to spend all that money, especially all that money, really do the research. And like you said, and if you're not owning nothing, why don't you wait on that to pull, pull, pull the money from your 401k? So I know someone who did it. You know what I mean? Not I'm like, no I'm not trying to play I mean. a car note on my body. Yeah. I feel like that's a giving sign. Like y'all aren't, y'all aren't paying a car note to go to the dentist. Yeah. Or you're, you're nah, going to the density and veneers. And not just brushing your teeth every day, flossing and like, you know what I mean? So and, it's then, just- and then they don't even realize, like, especially example, I know someone uh, took out their 401k, got 35000 to get the whole mommy makeover and to get the lipo and stuff like that. Not realizing, oh, you got to lose the weight. Like if you want that, that hour shape, you got to lose the weight because when they pull, do the lipo, it's not going to look different because that it 
the only thing that looked different was she was just flat. She was still the same. She, because when 100%. she's like, I, she's like, do you like? I'm like, I couldn't tell. You couldn't tell, and I know she felt some type of way about that. But lipo does not mean that they are going to make you skinny. It doesn't mean it all heals. So um, we were yeah. talking about uh, marriage boot camp and what are um, <laughs> reactions or guesses for what March 22 is going to, 2022 is going to give. But girl, according to the blogs, <laughs> Lyrica Anderson said, it won mid done with you. And she filed for divorce. She filed for divorce, so it sounds like at the ending of that season, she, she did not ring. take the ring. <laughs> she did not take the ring. She did not give him the ring. She went about her day. So <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? They were, uh, when, They're always when I saw up. that they were going to be on the show, I felt like the last Love and Hip Hop that they were on, they were in the process of getting a divorce because she had started cheating and messing around at that point. So I had already thought that they were divorced until I saw that they were on Mare's Bookend. Yeah. So I'm not surprised at all. But I feel like something was giving me like with Dr. Ish and Judge, is it Toiler, Joyler? How you say her name? Toller. Toller. Right? I feel like the way they break it down, like I was really happy with how they even gave advice for what we could see for the last season. So I feel like maybe they really said some things to both parties to help them really come to a decision. But at the end of the day, you know, what I'm going to say, they got a kid together. Don't say nothing that's unhealthy, which I definitely feel like a lot of the times that's what has been happening over there. But that was something that, you know, I just wanted to follow up because I know we did discuss it and you were like, I don't want them yeah, together. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can sense this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, you know, I was going to talk about these guys, but. I decided not to. They look like trash. They're they're trash. And if they want to talk bad about black women to raise their podcast, you're it's never gonna, gonna be work. successful. Yeah. Black women are too lit right now for y'all to let that fly. So if it's working for y'all so far, cool. But clearly looking at the both of y'all, y'all both look black. Um I just pray for them. Yeah, it's 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 sad how like especially as podcasters, how we try to tear each other. Like, yes, we can be judgy, like we are. We're giving content, but I'm not gonna tell you know what. Listen to my podcast because it's the best. These other podcasts are trash. Like mm-hmm. I hear a couple mm-hmm. of podcasts pa- podcasters doing that, and it's like. For what? Like, For what? It's not worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when people try to tear each other down, it's just like that, that type of vibe. It's like, I don't want to like even entertain it. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> so there was a random clip that went out and um, all I know is I heard Usher and Jason Derulo <laughs> flew across the room and fucking sidelined this man i was like damn like 
I don't know if I would have been that mad if I heard somebody call me Usher and I have never been as successful as Usher. But maybe that's what pisses him off. I don't know. I don't know. It has to be more than one time. Like for him to get that mad, it must be on the regular. Like there has, like, I was like, there's no way that they just seen him at one time. They were like, Usher. And he's just like, fuck them. And like, there has to be something that was not on camera. But you know, Jason. I know you're a new father and I don't even know why you was outside, but geez, I hope it all works out. You know, I hope so too. But I, I did thoroughly. That was a little comedy for me this week. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, not Jason Derulo with the hand. <laughs> I know. Right. Of all people. So uh, moving forward, we already kind of discussing, but there's another female rapper that I kind of just wanted to do a quick conversation about. Uh, her name's Chromaz. Have you heard of Chromaz? I looked at a video. Which video? She was on top of a car. Okay. I, I thought know. you were going to say the, the porn video. So it's better than the video I thought you found. I mean, it looked like it. I'm so happy you said that because that's what I felt that I was watching. <laughs> support oh man okay so she was in the shower with the girls and that's what I'm like so the best okay so now I feel better (laughs) yeah no like the best the best I can the best I can sum her up to you because I know that she is from Toronto based from Toronto okay and now moving out into the world but she was a female or is a female that's kind of what it's about rapper that was growing chromas in the industry and she was receiving a lot of hate backsplash you know she don't to you know date this guy not to be talking about tricking guys you know the typical mm-hmm. the typical shebang these days but i was one of the people that i was like i like her like i know mm-hmm. she came off thotty and slutty and mm, look at my tits but like i don't know there was something about it like i was like get it girl you see if you got it you know and then I was like yo I asked somebody I was like yo like you know because media person I'm always journalistically following people and just Mm -hmm. you know I'm rooting for sis like as I said females in the game you're doing music whatever especially if you're from my city like I'm repping and rooting for y'all so I asked like yo anybody heard like what's happening with Chromas, what's going on with her, like, she's been real quiet, is she releasing new music, like, what's happening to her, mm-hmm. you know, she went to LA, and then, you know, I was just kindly sent a video of, she did, I know she went to Adam, Adam 22, No Jumper, he did, she did his podcast, but I didn't know okay. she actually did a porn with um, No Jumper 22, no, no jumper, okay. Adam 22, and his wife, Lena. Um, with that being said, I know she has an OnlyFans, but I was still keeping out hope there. So I'm just a little bit unsure right now as if, like, she's fully into, like, I don't want to say sex work, but, like, you know, selling herself out there. Or, like, if she's still rapping. Because I can see how... A female can get in the game and be like, I want to be a rapper. And if you're not strong-minded enough, or maybe you are strong-minded enough, but you decided this game is taking too long for me to see my bread back. 
Yeah. But if I like rub my tits on this man's dick, I can get paid like five stacks in 15 minutes. Some girls are going to, you know, a lot right? of them do. Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them do. I mean, it's, it's the game that they play in the industry. And we, I feel like we kind of briefly discussed like when women come into the industry it's a whole different ball game to us and like unfortunately everybody doesn't get put on right away and unfortunately how we have to and and not how we have to but how most typically sell their lyrics is also what they have on um and what they wear and how they portray themselves and unfortunately because that is how it comes off, that's how some people will see them. Man, there was a alleged rumor that she had an abortion recently for Draco the Ruler's baby. <sighs> Cash Doll and Tracy T, welcome their new baby. Shout outs to Cash Doll. You know, yes, I was a little bit upset at first. I was like, girl, we didn't discuss this. Like, when we told <laughs> you we're allowed to like take a break, I need music, I need to all the things, but I'm loving motherhood on Cash Doll. I feel yeah. like there's some women like I can't wait to see the person that they give birth to and be able to show all that love that you know, even though they had yep. such a tough exterior. It was like always there. So I haven't heard, I haven't seen no thing come up in the news talk about Tracy T just messaged me while Cash nope. Doll was yep. in the hospital. It wasn't none of that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because I'm tired of the girls going through this stress. So yes, unnecessary stress. So yeah. <laughs> so congratulations, Cash Doll and Tracy T on your beautiful baby, their first child, first child together, Cashton. Love it. Love it. <laughs> um she on the day when she went home they surprised her with like a whole balloon set up and everything for her and baby cashed in and she was like just bawling and I couldn't That's see nice. her but I could hear like her little mm-hmm. like chubby pregnancy face just like crying and she's like oh my god so you know <laughs> especially after the episode we just had I felt like that was a great way to do yes it. great great way <laughs> love babies yes new life new everything new year (laughs) there was one of my favorite jamaican clips you know brand new care brand new furniture we need justice yeah shout out to all my jamaicans y'all know about that clip but um yeah i would say that's it for fruit salad this week who we gave a lot of fruit salad they're like i am full I will, I will not <laughs> partake anymore. Was there any last uh, things we want to say before we closed out? No, I think this salad? was a great episode. Very great episode. I, I really enjoyed it. Great laughs. <laughs> Good episode. Natasha's just learning to deal with my silly and ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. I love it. So... I want to say thank you guys. You know, as we say, this is where we leave you on YouTube. If you'd like to be a part of Downtown Sound, hop over to your Spotify, your Google Podcast, your Apple Podcast, and come and enjoy this audio experience with us. Um, thank you guys for your support. We are second episode into 2022. What? Two, 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 two. All right, all right, all right. 
So <laughs> we are chugging along and it was good. It was good. How are you feeling, Natasha? Feeling good. New year, new everything. Um, I'm excited. Definitely excited. Me as well. So thank you guys. This is it. See y'all. Um, hop on over to the audio if you want to hear downtown song for this week. Now, for y'all that stayed. For y'all that stayed. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> for y'all that stayed. What's good? Welcome to Downtown Sound, um, a segment where we like to highlight and give way to new artists and new music. Um, last week, Natasha gave a three out of a four. And yes. I'm once again coming with four tracks. And let's see if we get a four out of four. Out of four. Um, <laughs> we did talk about some of the new projects that released. I did see Corday release some new music, which I'm not playing today, but I just wanted to give him like, okay. a shout out because I do love him and Naomi Osaka. And he is one of the young kings as well that gives me like this Nas, J. Cole, mature type mm-hmm. raps coming from such a young man which is like refreshing so with that being said i got four tracks for you this week all right we got okay. some dance hall in here again uh we okay. got some yeah we got some we got some sauce so okay how do you want it this week i mean we can start with the dance hall first the dance hall okay yeah. so this is one of my new generation, one of my favorite artists from this newer generation. When we think about like old school, probably people would say like Bujabantan, mm-hmm. Shabarans, Bone Tequila. Um, newer generation to me is people like Skelly Bang, Alkaline. Um, and this artist that I'm going to play right now is called Masaka. So okay. uh, Masaka, he actually released a project earlier in December, I think the first week of December, and it was called uh, 438. So Masaka always, what I love about his music, he does dance hall and like gangster songs, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be loving, but I love the way he like puts it together. Like one of my favorite songs from him is called They Don't Know. You probably heard it at a um party before just didn't know who Mm -hmm. it was and it was like they don't know my stroke they don't know my like he always just has Mm -hmm. like this positive messaging or like yo we're gonna Mm -hmm. make it through but it's like his cadence and just you know so this track that I'm gonna play right now is by Massacre it's called Pain okay and let's see what it's giving Just the life of the mom of the power. 
featuring popcorn pain <laughs> i liked it i liked it i liked it i liked it so yeah it was vibe all right so would you say we got a one out of four so far yes we got a one out of four so far all right dope 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 so once again guys that was masaka pain featuring popcorn unreally done no so as we talked about before gonna you know wanna he dropped his project DS DS4 DS4 forever. Um, I definitely could play a lot of tracks. I wind I wounded it down to two leading tracks for me off the project. So this first one that I'll play is Push and P <laughs> <laughs> featuring Young Thug, <laughs> featuring Future and Young Thug. Peace. 
Pushing P, that was off of Gunna's DS Forever, featuring Future and Young Thugger. Well, I did say earlier that that was the song that I did listen to and I did like it. So I do give this one a one also. 1,000, I will be washing dishes, pushing P. I'm pushing P, doing my laundry, pushing P. I'm pushing P. Editing our, editing our podcast, pushing P. I'm pushing P. What? Gonna call me for the remix. Got you. Pushing P over here. That ain't P. When I find out what P means, we gonna tell you. But I just know I'm gonna say you not pushing P. We pushing. <laughs> um, you know, gonna as I said, like he. If there was, if there was, like, you know what? Earlier when I said, name me an artist that. Of course, it's not on Drake and Nikki level, but name me an artist that has brought other artists into the game where, yo, they're a solid student. Like, your student gonna go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Young thug, when he gets some niggas through that camp, baby comes mm-hmm. out, gonna comes out. Yeah. When they do what they do, people are gonna give that respect to Young Thug. And your favorite, favorite artist uh, is telling you Young Thug is their favorite artist. So y'all need to pay attention, you know? But definitely fuck with that track. So... The next track that I will be playing for you is off of the Weekend album, Dawn FM. Um, And, you know, there are a bunch of tracks that I could have chosen for today. But this one, I felt like, given everything, this is the lightest one I could find (laughs) without without, without sending us into a deep deep depression right now. So we want to keep the mood like, but also like this was one of my favorite tracks off of the project. It's called Out of Time by the Weekend okay. the Don FM. Let's go. Mm-hmm. 
have it uh out of time the weekend no end <laughs> off and down fm out of time what were your thoughts on that record okay so music history the feel that it gives is it's called yak rock i don't know if you mm, know what yak rock no. is 
What is so it called? Yacht Yacht rock? rock? Like a yacht. Yacht, yacht rock. Yacht rock. rock. Okay. Yacht rock. Okay. So Yacht Rocks is, for everyone that's listening who doesn't know, it was, it's a California sound that came out late 70s and into the 80s mm. when a lot of white artists were getting into that soul so you had the doobie brothers mm. um michael mcdonald uh kenny Loggins, toto mm-hmm. those if you if you listen to their music and now a, that mm-hmm. i see when they put jim carrey on there that's that feel mm. that he's giving that california mm. yacht rock feel because i couldn't put it until i listened to jim carrey all together i was like that's what it is it's yacht rock so there that's that go. 70s, 80s film. So that's one of my favorite sounds is Yacht Rocks. I love that sound, that California feel, like you out on the beach and stuff like that. So definitely feeling it. Um, it gave me that, like I said, that whole California feel, like you out on the beach and cruising with the top down, just Miami Vice type mode. <laughs> No, I love that. And most of the white songs or artists that I fuck with is under that. And I never knew, even like in my car, there's a whole XM radio station called like Yacht, was it Yacht Music? I never, wow. Thank you for that education. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay. I listen to music. I listen to music. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She's like, I'm not just a pretty face over here. (laughs) No, I love it. Thank you for that. And that makes a lot of sense why he had Jim Carrey. That makes yep. sense with the Don FM, like the whole thing yep. is like tying, tying solely in. Still trying to figure out why he's an old man, but I think that's a part of the series of like, from when he was like, you know, the after hour, yeah. that, like whatever story he's telling. Um, so our last song of the four uh, this week, I'm going to go with Gunna again. I'm too- okay. I'm two for four on Gunna. I'm really like SMDing right now, but you know, a record is a record. I loved it. And it was a way for me to get a female in here to incorporate it with new music that okay. Because I told y'all on Twitter, send me the new music and y'all be sending me through hoops and valleys. Y'all don't understand. If I'm asking <laughs> you to send me your music, you need to send me an easy link. So I need to get to it. Um, so here is Gunna off of DS4 ever again with Chloe, and this track is called You and Me. I get some of you, you bet you mind. I'm fine. Keep inside, don't tell lies. You and I, we're 
I like that one. That that's that's one of those I'm gonna have to play when Boo come over, come <laughs> come, come out here and play this this song. Mm, <laughs> I, I, I will. I'll see you. I'll see you, girl. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, beautiful record. I never have heard a track like this yet from Gunna. Yeah. So if you're gonna start it, similar to Jigga and Bonnie and Clyde, like if you go, yeah. If you go eat fruit and mind your business. Let the young people go on me, young people, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's a beautiful record, regardless. It you is. did not waste that young girl's time. You did not have her out here looking crazy. She came in, Bad. she hit the note, she did what she had to do, and she said, Do you need anything else? And left and went about her way. And I love it. I love it. Yep. Two minutes, 24 seconds of straight fire. Yeah. That, and she really that, only came in for like 15 was, seconds. Yes, I was about to say like real quick. <laughs> oh my God, damn it. Talk about being rich. <laughs> right. Let me just um on this track. Let me real. just <laughs> let me just give you the ha 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 ha. How much do you think I could get for that? A little 15 bands? <laughs> Is it worth much yet? <laughs> no. I'm still gonna try. Somebody out there gonna sign me, girl. You're hating. Somebody, somebody out there it will sign us. Okay, I'm gonna get both of you an ideal. So, right. <laughs> so you say, <laughs> yep, yep. See, you got it right there. What was that? Note B. <laughs> C sharp. C sharp. I feel you. The sharp. <laughs> so that's that it for was me. Definitely a one. Yeah. So four. What four out of four? So four yeah. out of four. Yeah. All right, I love that. Four out of four. That's not bad. Um, definitely feel like it's time maybe that I put all these on a playlist for everyone and just keep it going. Yeah, um, do do an Apple playlist and share it. Yeah, definitely. Should I do, so I can have it. Yeah, so do I can Spotify? have it. So I, I do I do Spotify. I do do Spotify. I'll, Spotify work too. Um, I usually do that. Like whatever I put on my Apple, I put on my Spotify playlist for everybody who doesn't have the Apple playlist. So yeah, that's that'll what I'm work thinking. Too. Maybe I don't know. Let's hold a vote. 
Because I feel like yeah. before we had playlists, I did Spotify it, is easier. I did it all over. And I found yeah. that most people migrated, like a good 70% migrated towards Spotify. So you guys let Spotify. us know um, if you guys want that. Spotify, Apple Music. I think it's time we make a downtown sound playlist. Put all the records I'm down so far on there and just keep adding it up. Right? Yeah. Okay. That sounds bomb. Um, yeah, so that's it for downtown world this week. Definitely call them the episode quarantine. Spelt C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. <laughs> Shout out Suzuki on that. Your gold, baby. Your gold. Your gold. <laughs> Love me some Suki, bro. Um <laughs> Was there anything you wanted to like end off this week with before we go? No, let's be safe. Let's let's still social distance. Um, let's try to be as safe as we can. And I just wish everybody and continue to wish them a very happy new year and continue to strive towards your dreams. Amen, girl. Because this new variant came out and literally said, I hate you. And I know that's not how you say it, but that's what I read when I heard and I've seen it so you guys just definitely be safe out there backs or not backs like it don't matter yeah to me just be safe make sure you're drinking water every day and doing things that will sustain to you living a healthier lifestyle yep yeah agree yeah the only water that touches your mouth shouldn't be what you brush your teeth with in the morning <laughs> dear lord and no please don't Thank you.